whatever greeting one gives on Hetevis to all of you. Um, this year, just like uh, last year, the year before, so the share that's given on Hetevis, try to uh, steer it, connect it to Nyanim that uh, relate to the Teichin of the day of Hetevis, the Nyan of Svarim. So um, <clears throat> last year, I um, spoke about the uh, halachic significance of Svarim in the context of Hilchas Tamatayra. Uh, this is this idea of Achiev, Yediyas HaTayra, to remember Tayra, not to forget Tayra. You have all of these Nyanim. Uh, so, how do, how do Svarim play into that? How do they affect, do they change the din at all? Which is more of a personal, individual, your Chiv of Yediyah, your Chiv of Zikarim. Right, so the Shiloh was, did the uh, Svarim change this? And did Svarim change this when the first Svarim were introduced? Does do developments in the world of Svarim subsequently? Did it change the halacha? Perhaps change more recently for some reason. Um, so that was the focus last year, and the Chlau talking about the role Svarim played today in our learning. And uh, I think there were some, uh, if I may say so myself, some interesting ideas. One can debate and discuss. Check those out. Uh, this year, I want to go off in a bit of a related but different direction. Also the question of Svarim and their impact on Halacha. But instead of discussing our Indian of Talmud Teira, Yidiyas there's also the the Mesiris HaTeira, the idea that Rabbi teaches his Talmud Teira from generation to generation, that's a big, big, important element seemingly of how Torah is transmitted. And how do Svarim figure into that? Seems to some extent that Svarim are somewhat of a substitute. You can be an autodidact. You can teach yourself from Svarim. So the question is, what halachic significance, what halachic ramifications do Svarim have in this area? Now, of course, we know that when the very first in Yanam of Torah were written down, Torah Shabal Peh, we know that itself raised questions. We know that Amram, of course, writes in his Akdomah to Mishnah Teira, the Lama Asa Rabbeinu HaKadosh Kach, why did the Rebbe change the situation? So there are conditions in the world are changing. The conditions that would allow the Torah to be transmitted in the traditional way are, uh, are changing. It's becoming quite rather difficult. So, so it will be one central chibur that we can refer to. Obviously that itself, the history of the writing of Teresh or compilation of Teresh is its own topic, its own discussion, not getting into that now. Um, and to some extent, to a certain extent, you can describe the Ramam's Hakdama to Mishnah Torah as an overview, a historical overview from that point and on of how each important sefer was written successively up until his point in time. And of course, the reason why the Ramam is writing all of this is because he was announcing his contribution of a new major sefer in a line of important svarim. So that means it's not just it's not just a technical. We're not just talking about the technical question of uh, are you looking inside while you're learning or you're trying to memorize and how much uh, can you memorize and how much. 
it clearly changes, it clearly shifts the entire nature of how learning is done in every way. So on a day like this, where replacing Svarim and purchasing Svarim at the center of everything, like the Rebbe said, that that's the Ikr Inyan of the day. So one can think, one can raise a number of questions from a number of angles. How, how central, how important should Svarim, our Svarim meant to be in our lives? Meaning, obviously learning Torah as a mitzvah is at the center of our lives. But where are Svarim in the picture? When we think of learning Torah, is, is our Svarim, by definition, that's, that's part of the picture? Is it mamish integral to what we, what we mean when we say we're learning Torah? And if yes, which Svarim are we talking about? Which Svarim are mamish? That's part of Torah, that's part of Yiddishkeit. Are we just talking about the most important ones, the major ones, the ones that Ambam listed, uh, plus maybe up until the Shulchan Aruch? Or are we talking about the hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of Svarim of all types that are, have been created or constantly being created? Or to put it in more halachic terms, we know when it comes to the mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer that from the Rosh and on, we have this idea, this Gedank, that Ramakayim, Ksiva Sefer through writing Svarim or even through buying Svarim. So what is the Chiv? What is the Chiv of buying Svarim Bismaneno? And is Hei essentially an expression to uh, what could be possibly a, a chiv, part of how we have to practice Yiddishkeit, practice learning Torah? What, to what degree is the idea, oh, Hei Tevis, we're going to go buy Svarim, how does that fit into that? Obviously, when the Rebbe spoke about Hei Tevis, the implication was buying many Svarim, not just uh, a small number. Uh, I think if you think about it, you can look at society, we can divide society into different groups. Obviously, there's some people that don't really have svarim at all, but those who have svarim, you have those that are more into the, the basic svarim, they have the basic sets throughout the generations. Uh, and of, cor- of course, there could be that itself, there could be uh, different ranges of how many svarim you have that you consider to be basic svarim. And then you have those that are buying tons and tons of svarim of all kinds, it's the variety that's the, they have a very uh, interesting library of Svarim, different, uh, different Svarim personalities. Just as an illustration uh, from the Rebbe, it's always risky to try to use examples from the Rebbe. It might be, uh, might be uh, contentious of whether we can use the Rebbe as an example within these discussions. But on the, on the chance that we could or we could learn something, so just recently they republished, they published again another, an interesting, very interesting letter uh, from the Rebbe, from Tafshin Yudbeis. The Rebbe wrote to uh, Rabbi Shalom Chaskind, who was on the move, Morocco, Eretz Yisrael. And at this point he was in Eretz Yisrael. And everyone knew that the Rebbe's library is interested in Svarim, the Rebbe is interested in Svarim. <coughs> so he had sent a list, a catalog from some Merchus Svarim to the Rebbe. The Rebbe is writing back about how he is, the Rebbe is not looking to pay cash, rather to exchange for Sifre Kahas and how to work that out. And then at the end of the letter, this is an unusual section, the Rebbe says, Rishimas HaSafarim HaMa'anyinim Oisi. Here is a list of Sfarim that I am interested in. And I challenge uh, most of us to be able to identify almost any of them. I'd be surprised. You know, I guess we can give out points for how many are able to... Uh, there's, a li- there's 15 items, but in some of them there are multiple svarim. First sefer is Beis Lechem Yehuda on Eitz Chaim. 
was that, that uh, Rabbi Huda Fatia from Iraq lived at the beginning of the 1900s. Uh, Iraqi Kabbalist. The next sefer is the Leshem Shavayi Vachlama, which is the big Litvisha Mekobo, or Eliashev's grandfather, of Shem Eliashev. It's very big and popular today uh, among those that are looking for a Litvisha version of uh, Kabbalah and uh, Machshava. Shloim Yerushalayim from Mekobo from Tema that moved to Eretz Yisrael in the 1800s. Me'il Kaidash Bigdayesha from uh, a couple who moved from Greece there to Israel in the 1800s. All kinds of very, very interesting, interesting Svarma. All of them are Kabbalah. You have others as well. Nishma Shabtai Alevi. Lekad Yosef Nachas Ben Yom and Divri Shaw, Minchas Oemer. All list of very interesting Svarma. Just to give a, a glimpse into the Rebbe's Rishimas Hasvarma Ma'anyin Emaisi. So obviously, if we had to uh, try to characterize the Rebbe in terms of Svarim, very eclectic, very broad, all types, not so you see in, in Rebbe's Igris, definitely, to a great extent, um, casting a very wide net, to the extent that we can make that harder. Anyway, so that's one question. What's, what importance do Svarim have in our learning? How many Svarim do we want, do we need? Another question we can ask is, what is, like I said before, that Svarim, in a sense, are competing with a teacher? So what is the status of Svarim vis-a-vis having learning Torah from a Rebbe? Some ask, are you allowed to paskin from Svarim? Or some ask the question, Fakert, that says, and Allah, are you supposed to be Mechabad Rebbe? Is there still an Indian to be Mechabad Rebbe, the way Chazal described, or Rishayim described? Or maybe today, Lavdafka is Indian of Kvayd Rebbe, because you have Svarim. Now, there Chatzachos, we can add that uh, today, it's not just a question of Svarim, per se, because today we have databases and other digital tools, and things are shifting in that direction. And in a certain sense, Svarim and all these things are all just various technologies for making knowledge accessible. So if you look at it that way, so it's just part of the evolution of, of knowledge. Um, even in more recent months, if you want to make it extra acute, uh, we're seeing the very tremendous advancements in AI, AI chats, and uh, we're seeing the ability for uh, an, a- an AI bot to sort of grab information from various sources and put it together and respond to questions and people are already asking, people are already thinking. Until now, it felt a little more theoretical. Now that people are seeing an uh, early instantiation of this technology in, in practice, even though obviously right now it has many shortcomings and you wouldn't actually rely on, rely on it in any uh, sphere, uh, take its word for fact. But the assumption being that it can make even more progress and more progress and at some point it will be almost foolproof. So... Could we, could we reach a point at some point where uh, AI is part of the equation of how we learn or how we paskin? Is it the same, is it the same vart? Is it the same nafkamina of what the role of svarim is? Okay, so to get a little bit into the nyanim, so last year, among other things, part of the discussion was this question of does the development in the tchum of svarim, does that change halacha? Like I said, last year we were focusing more on just your Yudhiya Satayra. Here we're asking in a broader context. So we quoted from the Alter Rebbe. So in certain Pratim, the Alter Rebbe said, even though we have Svarim, it doesn't change your Chiv of Zikara, and that's, that was that whole discussion. 
But even in Parak Beis, Vilchas Tamat Torah, the Alter Rebbe says, "Va'achshav shetorah shemapek suvulafanenu ain't tzarech lachzer me'apam va'achas b'shas limudim amish." Now we don't have to chazer 101 times. In case you're wondering why we're not chazer 101, Alter Rebbe says that that's one thing that changed. You don't have to chazer 101 times. A oh, few. Um, so we see that Alter Rebbe is acknowledging certain changes. Um, that's still about your own limud. But then also we mentioned that in Perek Aleph, the Alter Rebbe says, "Ubzman hazeh shakol atedah shabalpeh ksuvu lefanenu ain tzarech lisker melamed levnoi shilamdenu kol atedah shabalpeh ela shilamdenu lahavin hetiv b'talmud berev hamakaymis." So here is already about the rav of a child. At least the Alter Rebbe is saying that the nature of that Rav's job, his purpose has changed because we're working with Svarim now and now we're, we're just leaving the human parts he's going to help you learn how to think maybe Svarim can't do that or couldn't do that so that's now the, that's the Rav's role has been limited to this point also Nochas Pesach we mentioned Simon Eshmem Eish right at the beginning the Altar says Al-Tarebbe mentions that there as well. This is more along the lines of what I want to talk about, because Al-Tarebbe is mentioning how Sfarim changed the role of the Rav of the child, the Rav of the community. So let's expand a bit on that. Right, so if you look there in Hilchus Pesach, Oh, I said simon. Okay, I think I made a mistake there with the, the simon. Something wrong with that. No, it's simon tov chavtes. Hishem hey is the beginning of Chashavos. Simon tov chavtes. Right, so Alter Rebbe gives background to the the drasha, the drasha of Shabbos Agadol, Hilchas Achad Bechag, Shleish Yom Kaidem Maregal, Takanos Uleinus Batlo Mi Yisrael. And then the Alter Rebbe says, "Ubedayis halalu sheyena chacham sheyena letamid of halachas lefishakel kasev basefer mitzvah kolachel vechut shiyumer hilchas eregel kaidem eregel ad sheyibaki beham yedam ma'isa sheyasa." So now it's your own responsibility. Changed and sevdalid. So that was about shleishim yom kaidem achag. And sevdalid about talk about Shabbos agadol. So vayter that the Shabbos agadol drasha is supposed to be about halachas atzriches, and that's the tikkun Meshur Rabbeinu tikkun Lenli Yisrael. And vayter va'achshav ve'noigel nudar halachas bechag atzmal v'shakel kasev b'sefer ala darshan ba'agadol minyanu shal yoyim. So the whole the drasha wasn't this battle. That the drasha wasn't this, the Shabbos agadol drasha is still a thing, but medarshan stam medarshan ba'agadol. That the history of the drasha and how the nature of the drasha has changed or evolved over time is its own. Interesting topic, which we're also not uh, discussing right now at the moment. So, apparently, this is a chiddush in the Alter Rebbe. Apparently, up until the Alter Rebbe, it was never formulated this way. Shulchan Aruch, Neisakem, talk about Shleishim Yoyim and Shabbos Agalol. The Alter Rebbe just comes straight out and says, "Reality has changed. We have Sfarim. You can learn it yourself. You don't need any Rebbe to teach you the halachas." Question is, where did the Alter Rebbe get this from? So, there's a, a shtickle by Rabbi Nachum Greenwald, uh, which is one of a number of uh, shtiklach I'm uh, incorporating here into uh, this discussion. So he has a shtickle on this. Also touches on the things we discussed last year. But, so he suggests that what's the mark of the Al-Tareb? The mark of the Al-Tareb is Alecha Mishnah on the Rambam and Uchas There's a whole discussion there where the Rambam was mashmit the din that you can't pass until you're 40. 
And that becomes a big discussion among the Nesakim of the Rambam, the followers of the Rambam. And the Lechemisha throws out a line that Ke'enza Shamaiti Bishem Echod, Shekasa Bashem Chacham Echod, Shabazmana Zel Lechem Mera Allah Bifnei Rabbi, Bipnei Shanu Lemdin, Pisvarim, Basvarim Hema Malamdim. He's tying that in also to the under 40 thing. But who's the Shem Echod, Shamaiti Bishem Echod, Shekasa Bashem Chacham Echod? So, Nochem Gidol suggests that the Mokka is the Marjdam. We'll get back to whether the Mokka is the Marjdam or not, but I want to focus a bit now on the Marjdam. like to not just talk Arum, but also go through a Tshuva or two in, the, in our discussion. So let's take a look at, a little bit at this Marjdam, which is a big Mokka in this discussion of the role Svarim play in the context of Psak. The Marjdam is Shmuel de Medina from Greece, 1500s, big Paisik. So in Shud Marjdam Chedek Chesha Mishpat Simon Aleph, he writes, and there's this big question he got. He's in Greece, he got a Shalaf Maritz Yisrael. Tamil Chachamim were not yet 40. Everyone here is under 40. So, Leigir Lemem Shana, but you have Gedoylem, you have Chachamim, you have Chashiva Yengalait, Tamil Chachamim. Either they can either they can rival the older the elders, or they're even better than the elders. So what's the, what's the status? What's the story? Do we have to? Do they have to wait their turn? Do they have to sit and wait till they're forty or not? Big question. And, uh, and if not, if you say you can't, they can't be made. But what if the uh, the kilo was macabre them? Can they go out of their way and say, you know, maybe you to start paskening? But if the kahila appoints you, maybe that can help you out. And in the Zichron Aaron edition of Marjdam, they point out that this is not just a Shiloh Marjdam. This is like every single major Paisik of that Kufa has a Tshuva on this Shiloh. This is Mahdi Kurkus, Yosef Karo himself in Nafkas Reichel, and he references the Marjdam in his Tshuva, the Mabit has a Tshuva, the Radbaz has a Tshuva, and all of them except the Mabit, the bottom line in terms of that question, all of them except the Mabit said that you can pass in under 40. The Mabit was the only one, so it's like action, he was holding out, and no, you have to wait till you're 40. And in fact, there's another trip of the Marjdam, the Marjdam writes that I wrote at the request, at the behest of Rabbi Yosef Karo, I wrote because the Chacham Rabbi Shemitrani, who we you know is the Mabit, was being Meichabit Amidav, he was saying, they shouldn't pass in, don't pass in. And Rabbi Yosef Karo, wanted some assistance, so I wrote a Gantzah Psak to support the grace of Karo. That, uh, essentially, grace of Karo wanted his Tamidim to already be able to get into the action, and my bit was holding off, so in order to help the grace of Karo help his Tamidim, the uh, Marjdam came and assisted. And so that's this Psak. And B'chlal, the very fact that they're all suddenly having this question at that time is itself interesting. Usually, we, uh, if you think about history, there's usually not uh, total coincidences. If everyone is suddenly asking a question, what was bothering them at the time? So, without uh, thinking or talking too much about it, but I would just say, generally, that it gives us um, food for thought into how, even though you know, every generation, we have Rabbanim, we have Rashi Yeshiva, but really, depending on the time, depending on the place, what exactly their role is and how the community looks at them and how they see themselves and what power they have and who do they share power with, that essentially really changes and shifts and, more, and morphs from every time to every place depending on different uh, details, different tenoyim uh, and conditions. And just a general word of caution that it's very hard 
you shouldn't always do, sometimes you see Svarma talk about you know, Darke Hahira, Darke Alimud, Klolem and Psak. It's very hard to ever compare one mucker to another mucker and one safer to another safer. Each safer is really talking about this is something where it's like very highly subjective, in my opinion. In every place, the, the, the power of the Kehillah, the role of the Kehillah, the power of the Rav, the role of the I think there are a lot of examples of this where even though it's all called Rav or all called Kehillah, but things change tremendously. So obviously this tells us that something about how they viewed Rabbanim and Paskening, something uh, seemingly shifted at that time. Anyway. So he first he discusses the main question, and yeah, clearly he sides uh, with uh, being more lenient. But then he gets to, part of the question is, is there a chilek between the Zmana Talmud and now? Maybe Chazal said what they said, maybe talk about, maybe now is different. For sure it's different. Everything it said about the Hayra and the Gemara was when Kol Hadinim or Yoitz Malpiyas Varav Akol Al Peh. That's a true dying. It's not the Talmud Chacham who's paskening. The Sefer is paskening. You're just the vehicle to uh, interpret what the Sefer says. Then he says, So if the Talmud Chacham is talking, so it's obviously not one dimensional. Obviously, the Talmud Chacham still has many requirements and conditions, and he has to be able to handle the material. But but as long as he has the minimum, it's like a whole different standard because of, it's really the svarim. So therefore, not only if he's equal, but even if the, old, the elders are greater than him, it doesn't matter, it's all an equal playing field now. We have, everyone has svarim. And he says, we can compare this to the other relevant din, which is a Talmud HaMoyer Lefnei Rabbi. Erevin, it says, so he quotes an Orchus Chaim, very interesting quote from Orchus Chaim that get, tends to get quoted in this discussion. Orchus Chaim says that I believe it's uh, Rab Moshe, the, the Rebbe of Rabbeinu Yoyna. Rab Moshe and his brother Rab Shmuel of Evra, a place in France, like the late Bali Atosvis, they wrote in a letter, they wrote as follows, Miyoyim Shagalinu Miyartseinu, Becharav Beis Mitashenu, Benishtab Shuha Arotsus, Benesmatu Halavavis, Oh, up there, put him on a pedestal. No, we don't say that. All the chiyuvim, the dinim you have towards your rabbi, all galaki asvarim, va'chiburim, va'pirushim, heim amayim lanu. It's the svarim that are paskening. Again, they throw in you. Of course, you have to. You, have the right seichel and svara to apply it. So therefore, the Baliyat Taisvis says, that the Talmud can open his own base madrash when he feels he's ready to move on. He opens up shop. And that's it. Even though his Rebbe is still around. It's not really a Rebbe. So don't say Talmud al Yair. And the Talmud can be Saisar Divrei Rabbi if he disagrees with him. Which seems like an expression of what was happening in the time of the Baliyat Taisvis. Very independent minded group. Uh, generally, when we talk about history of Rishonim, you have the Rishonim that are more beholden to the Gainim, and you have other types that are more independent, so that's definitely the whole schnitt. So he quotes his Archas Chaim and says, No. So you see that in that context, in terms of the relationship from the Talmud to the Rav, they threw it out the window. So in our context about uh, Talmud who's being Maira, is he really it's, it's not the same thing anymore. The Hira is also not Nishdas, it's not the same uh, as it used to be. 
says, I, the Ma'arik, there's a Ma'arik who also discusses this, and he quoted this idea of a shame, the Smak Tzurich, uh, the, there's a Smak, and there's the Smak from Zurich. Uh, that the Smak of Zurich also has a Psazam in quote, was printed in the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years, we have the Smak uh, Mitzirich, and the Zichr and they say, oh, we don't know where it is in the Smak, but if they knew what the Smak of Tzurich was, they wouldn't say that. Um, it is there. Um, Baita, Another parallel, uh, I think that's uh, Zurich, it's more Germany, Switzerland. Right, also, so, but Marek pushes back a little bit and says, I mean, the Rambam brought the, the, these dinim of Kavid Rabbi and the Torah brought these dinim of Kavid Rabbi. So, Zokta Marjdam, I don't want to really start up with the Marek, but uh, he's, you're bringing me a raya from the Rambam. The Rambam is Ersh, the biggest raya for Kerit. The Rambam wrote the biggest safer that you should learn from and paskin from. So you're quoting the Rambam to me. I, the Rambam, mentioned this dinner. Why the Rambam? No, he put it in. Uh, he doesn't think it's so convincing that the fact that Rambam put it in. It's good to, good to know the halacha. It's good to keep in mind that uh, even if you're being lenient and liberal and allowing everyone to paskin, but people should keep perspective. They should know that they're not uh, all that. So it's good to have that perspective as well. But uh, if anything, the Rambam is a diet for Kurt. And again, he it's into the shock of Atariah because the Gemara talks about you know talking about paskining and not paskining and mentions Megillus Tainus Megillus Tainus was one thing that was written in the time of Chazal that we know for sure and the Gemara says no even there you can't look inside you can't uh, Megillus Tainus isn't different than other halachas no from here it sounds like we're not mechalic whether things are written or not no back then nothing was written except Megillus Tainus so we're not mechalic and we say that everything is like paskining Baal so all the old rules are in place even though it doesn't cover every prat, and there's also machlekasin, but surely most dinim already are there, are pashat, and now that's the roiv. So roiv halachas can be derived and deduced from svarim, and it's the other way around, flips around, we're not going to be grazer on the miut. Uh, because uh, if you have the rife. So as I feared the rice, that was his uh, maskana. This is, like I said, discussed by many. Uh, I'm not saying every acharin agrees. Obviously, this is uh, its own nice bifneatzma. We're not going to get into every mocker. And even within the marjdam, pointing out different lines, we have to be medayak exactly what his vision is, what the role the Sfarim play, and what role our intellect and interpretation plays, and what the standard is for that. At the end of his old shuv, he says, by the way, that's a terrible matzah, we have all many that don't deserve to be paskining, and they're paskining, and it's terrible. So uh, he was acknowledging that he's not fully comfortable and happy with uh, every manifestation of everybody thinking they can paskin. But anyway, there's this big side from the which he himself says, the Smach they have uh, this idea which he is expanding. So back to what were we saying? We were saying that Menachem Greenwald wanted to say that the Lecha Mishnah, who's also Shtangzech on the Rama of 40, he says, I heard it from someone. So who did he get it from? Then he got it from the Majdam. Now Tanab is getting it from the Lecha Mishnah, from the Majdam, and he goes on and he makes additional points, Agdaris, in this nice. I just wanted to add that to that that there's actually. Um, Reading Tavshin Anaf, someone wrote uh, a very interesting uh, Likot overview, whatever you want to call it, um, of these Makairis, these Makairis that talk about Svarim versus Seifrim. And he also quotes the Lacha Mishnah, and he says, right, he says, So he says, 
there are three possible makayras that he could have meant, and he thinks it's none of those, it's a fourth one. One could be the Majdam, who's Mamash the Rebbe of the Lacha Mishnah. The problem with that is, is that why isn't he say it's his Rebbe? The Lacha Mishnah always quotes his Rebbe the Majdam. Zichranan, they also ask this question. And the Haris, if it's his Rebbe, he should have said so. So in Zichranan, they say, oh, the Majdam wasn't printed yet when he wrote the Lacha Mishnah. I didn't check their facts, but let's, let's assume that's correct. So Lavdafka, he actually uh, had it from his Rebbe. No, so Ebezoi, where did he get it from? The other marker is the Smak Tzirich. Um, says, that's the quote from the Smak of Tzirich. Um, but also, Bishaya de Trani, the Rid from, uh, from Italy. People may have heard there's a famous phrase, Kananas Agabe Anok. Where does Kananas Agabe Anok come from? The Rebbe, I think, used it. So, the Eshtamaka is. Ershtamakar in Taira, because he himself seems to be quoting it from elsewhere. But the Ershtamakar in Taira, Ershtamakar in a Sefer is the Rid. So, what's, why is the Rid mentioning Kanaz Agabar in Oxus? This whole passionate shtickle. He was attacked for being too independent in his psak. It was uh, personal. So, he's trying to explain that um, the Sefer's in front of me. Let's discuss it, let's debate it. If I can prove my point from the Sefer, what do you want from me? I understand they're much greater, and that's where the Nanas Agabianak comes in. But uh, it's not like if it wasn't written, then it's hard to say who's right. But if the thing is written, then we can take a look and see who, if it makes sense or not. And therefore, Yishlan Latur, Velachkar, Metaycha Sefer, Harayas, Abrudus, Velidus, Kami, Allah, Hanaita, and uh, that's it. So these are earlier Makaitis, he says. But he, this person suggests that actually the Mishnah was quoting from someone else, Ramesha Provinciallo, uh, who uh, lived around that time, and he actually got into a major sikhsuch with the base of Cairo over a certain famous get. It was a big controversy at the time. And part of the issue was that Ramesha Provinciallo was very independent-minded, and he was not in a spall from anyone else. And we have his shivas. His shivas were only printed more recently. And he has these lines there that there's no kvedarav. And the second you reach Hayra, you're nifter mechiyuvam So you can treat everyone with that haretz, but uh, that's it. So uh, it says, could be that that was, it was part of a major controversy, so it could be that's why the Lacha Mishnah he alluded to it, but he didn't want to say, he didn't, he didn't hear it from the Majdam. He heard it from, from him, but that had its own politics around it, so he alludes to it without saying uh, where it's from. He points out that you have even earlier Mekaitis about this. He says, the Kuzri, um, no, sorry, he says, you see, what's interesting is, is that at an earlier point, at some earlier point, you see the opposite point being made. The Kuzri says, um, the Chavar in the Kuzri is saying that uh, there are certain things that need to be said face to face. You have to, you have to get it from the person directly. The Sefer is not good enough. He says also Ramesha Ben Ezra, who also lived at a very early point, he also writes this line that there's a psapisgum, pisgum, 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 pisgum. As time went on, 
once these ideas that we're discussing, the idea that the Svarma or the Iker come into play, we actually start seeing the phrase that says the opposite. There are a lot of other interesting makaitis there, but that's, uh, I'll have to leave that at that. Um, <clears throat> like I said, also, really, you can't just group everything that sounds similar together. Really, every single quote has to be taken at its own face value. We have to understand where the person's coming from, what they're trying to say, what they're not trying to say, how they differ from what others are saying. But... That's that. So, Nomaisa, let's, let's, let's get back around uh, to uh, some of the shilas we, we began with. So, Allah Lomaisa, nowadays, can you paskin on your own? Now, we don't usually hear, I think, in our uh, milieu, I mean, so often there's a respect and a deference to uh, greater Abanim, smarter, more knowledgeable. But you don't usually hear people say, oh, it's Asr, Lohiris, Halacha, that's not really what. Uh, what you hear, and so you have these Charlotte people are still writing essays every few years. Uh, people write, rewrite the, the question again. Uh, you, do you have to ask your Rebbe, your Rebbe every question that you have? Can you pass it on your own? So, most recently, where I came across this, uh, the Israel Chachma has a forum online, and the members of the forum have a journal that they put together every month. Yarchen Ha'itzer, so issue number 69 from El Tafshim Pei Beis. They had an, an essay by someone in Mechuyev Lishal Asinabai Bechol Heira a Psak Din Shapaisik. Hola Rikhis, if you want to see many more Makaitis, uh, more recent ones as well. But his whole Ma'alach talk is, Maif and Klali, that no, yeah, that Derech Klal or Rav is not as closely, directly important to your ability to paskin. Maybe you learned important things from him, but it's not, it's not on that level. Quotes the Marshdam, he quotes the Arches Chaim, etc. Later, there's a Shvaz Yaakov that talks about it. V'chulu, v'chulu, fakert. Many, many Makaris emphasize that you shouldn't paskin before checking the Sefer. You hear all kinds of stories that are about it. Before they paskin, they would take the Shulchan Aruch off the shelf and check the Shulchan Aruch. So, Adrava, if anything, that emphasizes that you should, you're not saying you shouldn't check, but, who, but, but who's your Rebbe? Is your, your Rebbe your Rebbe or is the Sefer your Rebbe? The Sefer is your Rebbe, so you check the Sefer. I think usually people will just decide on their own whether they feel worthy of, of paskining. They'll say, people, you call up a rav, uh, let's say it's you know, heavy Evan Ezra, it's important, the life and death stuff. So people don't want the achrayas, they feel that only God uh, has the, has the achrayas, has the plates, it's a different category. That's not saying I can't paskin in front of my rabbi, it's just saying that. Because the rabbi Right. Happens to be that even in every halach and shulchan aruch, there usually are chlukideyas in every prat. Uh, well, when I was looking into this, I found someone wrote this whole shtickle about uh, what do you do when you open a sefer and uh, you see uh, a bunch of deyas. None of them are like the marker you paskin according to. Uh, whatever he was trying to argue, he, he divides it into five categories. You know, some people say follow the machmer, follow the mekel, follow whichever one makes the most sense, follow the rive. He you know, tries to prove one way or over the other. Uh, but Pashtus, most of the time, many of us think that, yeah, we do use our logic to some extent, and you know, this makes sense, or this is what we're used to, or this is, uh, you know, it's different. Obviously, it's complex how anyone paskins anything ever, and that's itself its own interesting discussion. But Baif and Klali, Svarim, are 
a much bigger, uh, play a huge role, and more for the average person, meaning obviously it could be someone who wrote a certain safer. if he hadn't written that safer, we wouldn't have this information. But once the safer is there, I don't need him, I have the safer. I can talk to the safer now. And Hanami, he gets credit for writing the safer. but I'm interacting with the safer and a safer plus using our brains to whatever extent we have brains, so if we feel confident paskening about uh, but nothing more than that, or maybe is when the chamuras, I don't know, but whatever you feel is, uh, is something that you are comfortable looking and paskening, it's fine. If it's beyond your ability, so then you don't do things that are beyond your ability, but that's not the same as saying that you know how to pasken in front of your rabbi. So that's b'chlolos, uh, even though you hear a lot nowadays about, um, you know, and uh, uh, before that, uh, you have Tanya. Tanya is also something we should be mentioning in this context, right? The Akdamat Sefer Tanya has a bit of a shtickle there about the role of Svar. It's, it's talking about Musr specifically as opposed to Halacha, and he's explaining how Musr is more of a personal, personalized thing. So I'm not. I'm not going to get into the whole discussion of Tanya. I just, if you should mention and acknowledge that Tanya has something there about the limitations of Svarim. Although it's introduction in itself to a new sefer, which the Altadeva the Balatanya wrote, so that was its own sefer, which we now Tanya's the best of svarim. Bechlal is also how chsidah, you know, chsidah gedank about the role of a rebbe. You need a rebbe dafka. On the other hand, hagufa mekan zagin bezmanenu. All of our chsidahs and rebbe is essentially mipi svarim. And the Rebbe, people oh, there are videos, but the Rebbe wasn't, didn't sit and produce videos on Magia videos. The Rebbe sat and was Magia Svarim, produced Svarim. And that's essentially what we have. So if you think about it, we're also interacting with Rebbe and through Svarim basically exclusively at this point. And these are all points that can be, uh, I guess, elaborated on. Um, but certainly Svarim seems to be major, major, major center around which everything revolves. Like I said, sometimes, like I started saying before, there's also the idea of like Hashkafa, and uh, there's, in the world we live in today, where it always feels like there are people that are trying to change Halacha, change Torah, and we want to protect against that. So, to a certain extent, that's caused us to build up the role of Paiskim, and Paiskim said, you can't start with the Paiskim, but the question is how much of that is like a Din in Hira versus we as a community are trying to protect ourselves and that's its own discussion as well. Back to Hey Tevis, another minute or two. Back to Hey Tevis. Uh, so that's that question. Back to buying Svarim. So L'chayra, based on everything we said, the Pashtos wouldn't be enough to just have the basic Svarim in your house, based on what we discussed last year. You can't really paskin just from the basic Svarim anymore. Every Tchum of Allah is huge and there's so, so, so many developments. So the Pashtos, if you wanted to apply the role that Svarim Taka play in this day and age into your life and into your Heitavis, that would mean to buy Grada Tafka a lot of Svarim Tafka, you know, to cast your net as widely as possible and you have to constantly update yourself. New questions, new answers, new Svarim. Now, actually, the same Yarchon HaOtsar had a shtikl on Shir HaMitzvah, Bekniya Sifri Kaidish, which we don't have time to get into at all. But he was trying to get to the, this idea of the rosh that you have to buy svarim. He was trying to argue that ah, it can't be that you're mechuyev to buy endless svarim. Surely it's talk only the basic svarim and everything beyond that is just whatever. But when I read it at the time and now as well, I would argue that 
to say about a chiyav veisachnisht, but considering how Svarim operate, and Taka Amol, maybe uh, having a turn of Shulchan Aruch uh, was Taka enough, and today it's essentially not. So to say that that's all I'm going to have, I'm just going to have the basic Svarim in my house, that is to miss, to miss out on what the, the actual role of Svarim is in our lives. I just want to tie it into what the Rebbe said about this. There are two sikhas from the Rebbe that slightely contradict. You have the famous sikh of Aksiva Sefer Teirah, the Kutta Sikhas Chedek Chav Gimel, Bamidbar Chagashvuas. And there the Rebbe says, obviously the Rebbe is pushing for Mufsa Sefer Teirah. And the Rebbe says, Hayedna, this main name that's a Mukhuyu to Shaiban Alei, another Kofin, Allah Svarim, when I was Nordan is when Mekayim di Mitzvah, was Peter Shayan, was he says, Mishnagwara Peter Shayan, was Peter Shayan is a Rebbe Godel. We can't say that the Chiyav is to have every single Sefer in the world, because obviously plenty of people don't have every Sefer, or even all this from they ought to have. So there the Rebbe makes the point that way. However, if you look in the Sikh of Hetevis, the Rebbe begins a year later, talking about Hetevis, and the Rebbe goes into the union of Ksiva Sefer Teira, and this rush that Haidna, we write that we write this svarim, that we write this svarim, we buy this svarim. But they say no ela she ain't sort of lichtev svarim. Mekimen she yachayim lahasik svarim hanet pasim. Yeishleima she yaitzim yidei chivas haygama yidei kneas svarim hanet pasim. She gamal yadam nasa iker v'tachlis hamitzvah. Then the Rebbe says, "V'nimtzos." Even though you have the sefer Torah, which is very important, mekamakim kadeshi alimet b'payel tzorich lulmed loy b'sefer yekriva klali el beribuy asvaram amevarim mefarshim befratius befrati pratius as kol ha'inyanim she b'sefer yekriva klali. So, in this sikh, it certainly sounds like this idea, which I said was obviously exemplified in how the Rebbe approached uh, learning. It wasn't a very limited list of svaram. It was yeshimas asvaram ma'anyanim oisi. It's a tremendous, tremendous number of some ribuy asvaram mevarim. What's the Hagdara? So we'd have to say that the Chiyuv, maybe Tak is like everyone's finding in the Rebbe and the that it's really only the, the basic Svarim, because I guess in theory you can be Moitzi all the Dinim from those Svarim. But Lamaisa, uh, if you actually want to apply it and you're a regular human being, the only way you're actually going to be Matzliach is by having all the Svarim that you need, the Ribuy Svarim. So you have to go through life and see, okay, which Sefer, felt uh, this Sefer on this topic, this Sefer on that. So that's how you build the library of Swarm that you need to actually be able to utilize the basic Swarm that you have in your house. But you're not going to get there from just having the basic Swarm in your house. And that's uh, my uh, thought for now. Just to add 10 more seconds, we start with the question of what about uh, digital, electronic things. So, Papashtus, Lafi, Kalanal, Bederachafshu, you could say that, yeah, it's, it's not a safer, isn't the. Isn't, uh, there's nothing specifically in Allah about a safer. What is a safer? It's just a way of getting the information to you that was used to be in someone's head. So now if the database has it, Pashtus, it's no different. And if we can imagine a reality in which uh, there's AI that can do the same work, so can AI replace Rabbanim? Maybe. I'll leave you with that. Chag HaSvarim Sameach HaNagot Yeah, it's true. Man, it's true. 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 It's true.